Welcome to tonight's special edition of Nightly Aloha, uh, Nightly Aloha's ongoing presentation of the Weiss Entertainment Network. Tonight, special shir, Haggadah Shal Pesach, third in the series of our, of our Inyani Pesach, uh, a Wednesday night Inyani uh, Pesach. Um, the, um, tonight's shir is, is dedicated to Zechon Ishmas, uh, Ruvain ben Mordechai, uh, who's a uh, we all miss who would certainly have been right here on the screen with us, um, but unfortunately can, cannot be. Um, actually, Shloshim is already coming up in a couple of days, so uh, we dedicate something for him from as well. The Haggadah Shal Pesach and the Night of Pesach. So I'm, I'm holding a Haggadah in front of me. Remember, like a lot of it is the Torah from Rabbi so he called he called this Haggadah the Seder night an exalted and exalted evening. Highly highly recommended, by the way, if you into buying Haggadahs. Um and it's it's very well done. Um a lot of Torah that comes from, from the Rav on, on the on the Seder. An exalted evening means that there's some to 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 to, to not to be uh um common and and use cliches that this night is different from all the other nights. Um, that that phrase that's a, it's a mission in Sochem teaches us that that this night has significance. That this is not just your average yontif night. This is not just your average. This is not just your average yontif meal. This is a a time of exaltation. This is a time where we we need to contemplate. Um, Deeper ideas and deeper thoughts than the than the usual casual Shabbos meals and 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 yunta meals that we have. Um, the, the, we, we are engendered to to think at a high level. We are engendered to engage the people in front of us. Uh, we are we are we are obligated to engage our children. In fact, the whole the whole night of 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 Pesach is built on a positive. Bayoma Hule more. And you you will you will tell your children on this day, So so we we're given a night that's magical. Um and we have to make it magical. Uh um I, I mentioned already a number of times, uh the Gemara says that that Rabbi Akiva used to close the yeshiva on two days a year, on Erev Yom Kippur, so everyone's going to eat, eat preplo, hopefully, um, and on, on, on Erev, I'm just kidding about that, on, on Erev Pesach, so that the children should be put to bed to, to get a nap, should be rested, so when they come to the Seder, they can be ready for the, the great night and the great moment um, that's taking place. Rabbi Soloveitchik has an idea of why, um, first, the first thing comment I'll make, why Hallel is different on on the night of Pesach. Uh, Rabbi Salvechik talks about there is two types of halal that we say. There's what there's the institutionalized halal, which is a Gemara in Arachan. Gemara in Arachan says that that we say halal if you live in Israel eighteen days a year, and we say a full halal if you live outside of Eretz Israel twenty one days a year. That's a that's a mitzvah um, that that we have on certain times of the year to say halal. That is that that is an institutionalized form of hollow. Uh the, the, the points out that there is another type of hollow, a spontaneous reaction to an event that takes place. 
Uh, Rabbi Soloveitchik points out, therefore, since on Pesach night, we are told, Chayim Adam Lirosis Atzmo Ki'iluhu Yatso Mimisrayim. That a person has to view himself as if he himself came out of Mitzrayim. He says, he says, he says, therefore, therefore, um, it, it is it is imperative that we we are, are feeling that Paro's uh, 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 yoke yokes are, are right above us, uh, and and we have an obligation to have some sense that we're in the middle of Mitzrayim. With that, so. And that and that and that means on this night we see the miracles of Hashem. Remember, Rashi points out, um, and and the movies all get this wrong. Rashi points out that when when Bnei Israel put blood on the doorpost, the blood the blood on the doorpost was inside the door. Adam says in Parshas Bo, the blood will be for you. Rashi says for for you and not for anybody else. And he says, he says, from here we see that the blood was put on on the inside of the door. It was the dam dam de mehemenusa. It was a blood of it was a blood of of connection. It was a blood of uh, of belief. It was a blood that 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 we looked at, and that's that's the pasuk in Yecheskel. The Omer lach b'damayi chayi. The Omer lach b'damayi chayi. And 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 we say that we will live through the blood. We will live through the blood. Chazal tell us it's dam brismila and dam of 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 korban pesach, which is interlocked. Uh, that the blood of the korban pesach is what causes us to see and feel the miracles of Hashem. Rabbi points out that's the halal on the night of pesach. It's 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 not with a bracha. It's not institutionalized. No one no one standing over us and telling us, oh, now you have to say halal. It's a spontaneous reaction. It's a it's it's a reaction to an appreciation of a night where major major things have happened to us as a people uh, in our history. But it's not enough, as 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 Salvation point out, to 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 just to just put it in a historical context. We have to feel that we are reciting hollow, and therefore when we recite hollow. It comes out of our mouth without a bracha because the bracha represents an institutionalized form of saying halal. Twenty-one days, the eighteen days, um, but but halal at the seder is hallelujah, hallelujah, day Hashem, because we see and we have appreciated that on this night there is something very, very different has taken place. This is not a very typical night. This is a night of royalty, and, and on a night and on a night of royalty and an exalted evening. We recite Hallel differently. So that's just the, the backdrop to what Pesach night is supposed to represent. That that idea of uh, of connecting to generations of Chazdei Hashem and to put ourselves back in history to to um, recognize, you know, what what it what it's all about. Um, I've said it many times. Um, we have to come up with a solution about how not to come to the Seder exhausted. I was just telling this even to my kids. I said, I said, I told them. I mentioned. I think I mentioned this last night. Um, that 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 if you're gonna go to Florida and you're gonna be swimming all day and playing ball and going activities, and you're gonna get jump into the shower an hour before Yontem and then come to the Seder completely wiped out and then not be able to to jump into this exaltation that we've described, then you're really doing the wrong thing. And and you've completely missed the point of what Pesach is about and what and what the Seder is about. So so we have to come up with it. 
And I, I, I would venture to say, uh, I know the challenges of Ere Pesach, but certainly on the second Seder, where, where, where it's Yontif and you can take a nap and you can be rested and you can come to the second Seder, certainly now better do it the first night. But but I'm just saying that, that there are ways and there are opportunities. I'm also not a fan of 3 a.m., 4 a.m. Siddharam, because then I think people then don't go to shul the next morning. And that also de defeats the purpose. So so you have to have some kind of a, a, of a compromise. Uh, the Rambam, Rambam tells us in, in the laws of of Chomei Tamasa. I think of exact quote. The Rambam writes the following. It's in it's in Hilgas Kometsu Matzah and it's in um it's um chapter nine uh, seven I mean Parakshvi writes the Rambam Mitzvah Asay Shal Torah Lasaper Benisim and Niflol Shinasu Lavlisenu Bimitzrayim There is a a positive commandment means meaning it's one of the six hundred and thirteen commandments to tell over the story of Itzias Mitzrayim. That was done to our our forefathers on the night of the 15th of Nisan, Pesach night. Because it says in the Pasuk, we are to remember the day that we went out of Mitzrayim. As it says in the Pasuk, remember the day of Shabbos. So, so anyway, so the, Ram, the Rambam lays out very clearly what our obligations are, uh, and, and then he goes into what we're supposed to do. Um, but 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 it's, there's a little bit of a strange comment, um, and he said he says, and he says that the first the first thing he says, how do you know that there's a mitzvah to to remember Yitzias Mitzrayim? So he quotes the pasuk Zochor es remember this day, and then he compares it to Zochor es Yom so there's been a lot written on this, but I wanted to suggest an answer. I was it was I was thinking about this uh, um, yesterday when I was driving. What 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 is the Rambam? What what when the Rambam quotes the pasuk? Remember the day that you came out of Mitzrayim. So Mimela, uh, so I I I understand that that pasuk because that's uh, that's an appropriate pasuk that relates to to the to the story of Yisias Mitzrayim. But why does he throw in there? Why does he throw in there, there, there that we have to remember the day of Shabbos? So I wanted to suggest the following. I heard about this yesterday. What the Rambam is telling us is the following. Gemara tells us um, in Masech Shabbos about the mitzvah of Shabbos that Hashem said to Moshe, Matana tova yeshli I have a special, I have a special treasure that's in my treasury this Shabbos Shema and it is called Shabbos Lech V'etem Lahem HaKadosh Baruch tells Moshe go and give it to the Jewish people in fact the mitzvah of Shabbos is actually given even earlier than Matan Torah when when they came after they crossed the Yamsuf on the seventh day of Pesach and they came to a place called Mara right says so the water was bitter and then Moshe was commanded to take a, a tree and throw it in the water and then sweeten the water the Pesach says there 
Sham Sam Lo Choku Mishpat Bisham Nisa. That in that place, Hakadosh Baruch Hu gave them mitzvahs mitzvahs. So, so the Gemara in Shabbos tells us that what one of the mitzvahs that was given to them was the mitzvah of Shabbos. Now, 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 this is this, this is my idea. What are we doing on Pesach night? On Pesach night, we're we're showing the uniqueness of Am Yisrael. We're 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 demonstrating that we're the Am Skula, that we're the treasured people, um, to use a cliche, the chosen people. We're 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 demonstrating that our devotion to Hakadosh Baruch Hu goes back thousands of years, not just the Mount Torah, which is obviously, which is the next step, but it goes back to that night where we where where we sat with confidence. In our homes and ate the korban pesach and ate the matzah and ate the mora and and we knew that our kaddish baruch Hu was going to pass over our house. The mitzvah of Shabbos is also unique because it's only given to the Jewish people. In fact, the halacha is a guy who keeps Shabbos is chayiv misa. You know, he's not supposed to a guy is not supposed to keep Shabbos. Even someone studying to be a ger is not allowed to keep Shabbos until he finishes being a ger. He, what, what he's supposed to do is practice, and then some point during Shabbos, he's supposed to be Mechal Shabbos while he's still in his, in his when he's still a guy. Once he becomes a gear, obviously he has to keep Shabbos. But it's only it's only special for the Jewish people. The Rambam is telling us, he says, if you want to understand what we're doing here, you want to understand, again, to go back to my Haggadah, the exalted evening, you want to understand what it means to, to come to a Seder, to have... Pesach, Matzah, Matzah, and Moror are sitting in front of you. Understand what it means to be, be part of the Jewish people. And one of the mitzvahs that has a similar concept to Sipor Yisias B'Tzrayim, to Pesach, is Shabbos. It's Shabbos, you know, you, you know, uh, Goyim have civil laws, Goyim have laws of, of paying workers and, and and all of those things. That's not unique to us. God, I, I would venture to say that most norm, uh, the most average guy, uh, you know, respects their parents. Uh, you know, that's, these are not halachas that are, 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 are unique to us, but the midst of Shabbos is, right, right? We say, I know, you know, right? They, when we had to see him, they run and we run. We, we run the Chaye Olam Haba. We run to, to, to seal our share in Olam Haba. The Heim Ratzim, the Be'er Shachas. And that's the connection to the midst of Shabbos. Because the Rambam says that, that tonight is a celebration of what it means to be part of Am Yisrael. And, and 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 another similar mitzvah that reminds us on a weekly basis, a daily basis, that what it means to be part of Am Yisrael is the mitzvah of Shabbos. Uh, there's been a lot of other things written about it, uh, but but that that was my thought on 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 the Ramah. And then he continues, and how do you know it has to be on the night of the fifteenth? Talmud Lomar. Tell your, your children on that day, because of this. What is Bavorzeh? That this mitzvah is tied into the concept of having matzah and moror with you. And even if you don't have a son, or children, even great Rabbanim uh, have to tell over the story of Yitzhak Mitzrayim. And anyone who spends uh, time going into depth 
to describe what happened, that is that is praiseworthy. So that, that's how the Rambam introduces this mitzvah. Now, here's the, here's the question, famous question that's asked. And I want to show you a, a, a perspective within the Haggadah to answer the question. So we have a rule in general that when we have a mitzvah, like we have a mezuzah, right? I put up a mezuzah on the wall. Before you put up a mezuzah on the wall, you say a bracha. Before you put on fill in in the morning, you say a bracha. Uh, when you pick up a lulav, before you do that, you say a bracha. When you sit in the sukkah, you say a bracha. When you blow shofar, you say a bracha. So how come? How come we don't start off at Magid Baruch Ato Hashem Elokeinu Melech Olam Asher Kedishanu Mitzvah Tzivano V'saper B'tzipor Yisiyas Mitzrayim? How come there's no bracha? That's a famous question that's asked. Okay. Now I have another question. That's question one. Question two. So you all know the famous story, right? The Haggadah tells us, Maisa, Rabbi Eliezer, Rabbi Yeshua, Rabbi Loza ben Uzziah, Rabbi Akiva, Rabbi Tarfur, Shayu Mesubim Bibnebra. Right? There's a story of of uh, what we call what what we call in sports the first ballot hall of famers uh, of of Tanayim, that were all uh, of that generation that were all sitting together. You had Rabbi Eliezer, Rabbi Loza Gadol, Rabbi Yeshua, Rabbi Loza ben Azariah, who, who later became the Nasi. Rabbi Akiva, or maybe it was already, uh, Rabbi Akiva and Rabbi Tarfa. Like, wow. Like, like, like I, I would pay anything to be sitting at that table. Un, 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 uh, the greatness generated at that table is, is not even understandable. I don't think we could appreciate what it means to have these five people together. It's just, it's just, uh, I mean, you know, these are household. Rabbi Akiva is, you know, is a household name. Rabbi Elizabeth Nazaria. Unbelievable. Very tireful. Unbelievable. They're all sitting together. It's a lot of discussion. Were they hiding? Were they, there's, a, there's a lot of discussion here. Anyway, it says they would tell, Are you They were telling over the story of Isias Mitzrayim the whole night. Right? I, I said, I'm against the 4 a.m. Siddharm. Oops. <laughs> they, they had beyond 4 a.m. The difference is they're Badeg David afterwards, and they didn't miss Shul the next morning. Anyway, so, so on a simple level, what's Pshat? Why, what, what does it mean that it's time to say Kriyashma? So, back to the Rambam, the Rambam says that it's only a mitzvah, the Lel Tesvav, on the night of the 15th. If it's no longer the night of the 15th, then it's no longer a mitzvah. So, so even though sometimes we say, sometimes we say, again, I say this very carefully, because there are a lot of different parameters of this, Osek B'mitzvah, Pater B'mitzvah, that if one is involved in, in one mitzvah, they're Pater from other mitzvahs. Sometimes we say that. But here, so we, so I, if they're telling the story of Sipur Yusuf Mizraim, why do they have to say Shema? So the answer is because it's over. Once you hit morning, it's over. And now that the time of Kriyashma has come, they have to stop what they're doing and have to dab and and so that's what that that's that that that's that's a point over here. Point two on the story. The Gemara in Brachos and in Psachim, the end of Ari Psachim, quotes a famous machlokas between Rabbi Elazar ben Nazariah and Rabbi Akiva. And what's the machlokas about? The machlokas is, and then I have a then I have a thought question which which I don't have an answer for. The machlokas is until so we know that the highlight food of the night of Pesach was the Korban Pesach, roasted lamb, right? Lamb chops, right? 
so now we also know that together with the Korban Pesach was a Korban Shlomim. Uh, and now actually the Korban Shlomim that was brought with the Korban Pesach was a special Korban Shlomim. It was not the usual Korban Shlomim that everyone had to bring every Yantu. Special din. In fact, Toysus and Ari Psalchim uh, mentions, quotes in the Gemara and Chagiga, that, that even that was roasted. That on the night of Pesach, all meats that they ate in the time of the Beis Migdash were roasted. Now, by the way, that's why we the minhag is to start Shulchan Aruch with the egg. Why? Because the egg represents the Korban Chagiga. Because because what, what's the message? Really, what we're supposed to be doing now is eating the Korban Chagiga. Sadly, it's the night of Tishabov, the same night of the week of Pesach, of the Seder night, is the night of Tishabov. Sadly, we're going to eat the egg, Zechel the Korban, Zechel Migdash, and, and to remind us of what we should have been eating and what we're not. Okay. There's a machlokis between Rabbi Lozer ben Azariah and Rabbi Akiva. Until when can you eat the Korban Pesach? So the Korban Pesach was eaten at the end of the meal. When we eat Afi Koman, that's where the Korban Pesach was eaten. Rabbi Lozer ben Azariah held until midnight. Rabbi Akiva held only, uh, Rabbi Akiva held that you could say it the whole night. Now, so my question is, if now, all the mitzvahs of the Seder are connected to that idea. Because if, uh, in fact, the Ramah writes that ideally you're supposed to say halal before midnight, uh, uh, before Chatzot. Chatzot is like around 1 a.m. Uh, since they changed the clock. So I'll put I'll put out all those manim, um in, in a couple of days. But um, the so the basic halacha is that, that, the, that the Seder stuff should be up until midnight, according to Rabbi Lozab ben Azar. But yet we see him front and center, spending the night with Rabbi Akiva and his friends, telling over the story of Sipo Yisias Mitzrayim. If Rabbi Eloza ben Isaiah held, it was only until midnight, why didn't he go to sleep? Why didn't he say, at midnight, I have fulfilled my obligation, so I, I no longer have to be sitting at this party. Let me go home and, uh, you know, and I'll, uh, and I'll get my rest. So that's question two. Again, question one, why is there no bracha? Uh, as the Rambam laid out very clearly, one of the 613 mitzvahs is to tell the story of Itzias Mitzrayim. Number two, number two is why, why if Rabbi Lozab bin Azariah held that you only have to, you only eat the Korban Pesach until midnight, and therefore all the mitzvahs of the Seder are supposed to be done by midnight, why is it that Rabbi Lozab and Isaiah was sitting in this group, which actually spent the entire night involved in Sipor Yisiyas Mitzrayim? Oh, so now, so, 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 so what's the answer? So, so here, here's, here's the concept. When, when we quote the Pasuk, V'gadatah levincha v'yom ahu leimor v'avor zeh aso Hashem li and I will teach my children. So what, what do we mean by that puzzle? Do we just mean, do we just mean that this is the only thing they have to know? What, 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 what exactly is that Pusik telling us? And the answer is that Pusik is, is, is teaching us that we have an obligation to pass on at what we do and how we do to the next to, to, to the next generation. We have to teach our children that 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 Akadish Baruch Hu did great things to us on this night. He took us out of Mitzrayim 
and he gave us the Torah, and, and we have obligations based on that. We have to live a life of Torah and mitzvahs. That's the Vihigata to Levincha by Yomahu. Not just tell them the story. Tell them the whole story. And we'll get to that soon. Um, now, so in other words, what really the night of Pesach uh, is, is is the movement from uh, from the yeshiva, the base medrash, to our home. On the night of Pesach, our home is a base medrash. Our home is a epicenter of transmission of the Mesorah, of the transmission of the tradition that started from Moshe at Har Sinai, or, or, or if, you, if, if you may, from Moshe on the night of Pesach, seven weeks earlier, and that, that's come all the way up to this day. We have to show our children that, that what we call the exalted evening is not just about tonight, the, the, uh, the Pesach night. It's about an entire existence. It's about an entire life of devotion to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So really what we're, really what we're doing is, is we're passing on the Torah. We're sitting in our homes and we've taken the yeshiva and we, 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 we've closed, we mentioned Rabbi Kiva, closed the yeshiva. We close the yeshiva and, and we, we, we don't close it. We move it to our house. Tonight's location uh, on Pesach night, the location of the base medrash is right at our table with our children sitting front and center. And our responsibility is to, is to teach them and to pass on this tradition, to tell them the story, to tell them the kindness of HaKadosh Baruch Hu has done to us from the beginning up until the, up until this very night. Oh, so now we, now we can answer the questions. Why is there no bracha? The answer is there is a bracha. It's actually, it's two or three brachas. When was that bracha recited? Every Pesach morning. Lasok b'divrei Torah. Now, what's what's the next word after you say lasok b'divrei Torah? That we we say a bracha that we should be busy with Torah. Veharevna. You know what the word veharevna means? Many people don't know what the word means. They say these brachas every day. They don't think about what the words mean. Veharevna means let the words be sweet in our mouth. Listen, listen to the bracha. Veharevna Hashem alokenu as the befinu. Make the words. Of Torah sweet in our mouths, Israel, and and in, in the mouth of the Jewish people, and our children and our grandchildren and our descendants. Meaning, meaning we want to pass by saying Birchus of Torah in the morning. We're saying that we want to pass on the sweetness of the Torah for generations to come. What does that sound like? That sounds like the night of the Seder. We got it to Levincha by What do we tell our children on this night? Harevna. We tell them about the sweetness of, of who we are as a people. We tell them about the of, of the chesed of Hashem. We tell them about, not just about Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, but about thousands of years of a tradition that we're passing down to you sitting here at our table, we tell them that you are the next link in a, in a chain that goes all the way back to Moshe at Harsinai and, and to Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. The story of Limon Torah. We say, The learning of Torah is more important than anything else. But it's only good if we're able to pass it down to that generation. And the, and the Torah tells us that on the night of Pesach, you must pass it down. Teach them how sweet it is. Teach them how beautiful it is. 
teach them how teach them about the great things that, that as as um the, the, there's that song that's going around uh now gishmak to be a yid right we have to we have we have an obligation to teach what 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 a gishmak what a what a great thing it is to be a yid and that's through limud torah so now the bracha on the seder we said erev pesach morning when we davened and and the halacha is that unless you you know until you go to sleep at night the bracha is still alive. And, and even if you take a nap in the afternoon, it's on the chokas, whatever. But generally, we assume that that because it says right? It's day and night till the next morning when you say a new bracha. So we said a bracha this mor- on Ere Pesach morning that covers the, the story of the seder. Rabbi Lozab ben Azariah had a dual evening. Yes, he held that the the actual mitzvah, the specific mitzvah of Sipor Yitzias Mitzrayim, ended at midnight. That's fine, but that 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 works for him great. However, the, the the mitzvah of Talmud Torah, the mitzvah of studying Torah, and the mitzvah of passing on the Torah never stops. Not at midnight, not in the morning, not the next day. The only reason they had they had to stop the next morning doing that is because it's a mitzvah to say Kriyashma, a separate mitzvah. So Rabbi Lezim and Azariah had a dual evening. He's the first part of the night. He was he was being Makai in the mitzvahs. Of the, of the night of Pesach. And after that, he was he, he stayed because he wanted to continue learning Torah and he wanted to continue passing on the torch of Torah to the next generation. And, and, and that's why, so so it's not that there is no bracha, there is a bracha, but, but, but you have to understand the Seder in the context of the bigger picture. And, and, and sometimes when our, when our rush life and you know, Shabbos comes and we're tired and uh, you know, Yantav, who knows what we're doing. But but the Torah tells us that tonight, on the night of Pesach, we have to sit down and we have to focus on what the message of the night is. And the message is to pass on the sweetness of the Torah to the next generation. And that's what the story of Sipo Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim is about. So so that's 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 an idea that, that I wanted to share with you. Another idea. Relates to this, right? We say we say that that we were slaves to Paro Mitzrayim. Okay, right? We know we 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 relate the the basic facts that that Hashem took us out with a strong arm. Then we say the following statements. If a Kaddish Baruch Hu didn't take us out of Mitzrayim, Hareyanu v'neinu v'nei v'neinu meshubadim hayinu l'faro b'Mitzrayim. Watch this. It's a fascinating sequence. If he didn't take us out, we'd still be slaves in Mitzrayim. Really? Not true? Not so sure? I think historically that was not true. I think historically slaves were freed. So what what so what what is the Haggadah telling us? I don't think the Haggadah is telling us a historic fact that that if that if we didn't if he didn't take us out we'd still be sitting there probably we would not still be sitting there um, spe- especially knowing the history of wars and and empires and all kinds of and and people moving people around and and a lot of different things. The answer is that that there's two types of shibud there's two types of enslavement 
if you look at, at, at our world today, you look at all the discussions of TikTok and you look about all the all the all the, the horrificness of, of our society today. Uh, um, you know, uh, you can't, you know, gender identity and all, all the all the tumor that, that's in our world, you understand exactly what the Haggadah is telling us. Haggadah says that Hashem didn't just save our physical lives, which he certainly did, but he saved our spiritual lives. And you know what that's based on? The Arbol Shona Shel Geula, right? The Gemara, the, the, the Tosefta himself, according to the Tosefta, I think, tells us that why do we drink four cups of wine? Because when because Hashem came to Moshe and and said, I'll take them out, I'll save them, I'll redeem them, What's the fourth one? Slavery is is one area. I will I will save you from the physical slavery. But then there's a second stage. I'm gonna give you the Torah and I'm gonna give you a way of life that guarantees a moral and an ethical imperative that will keep you and that will allow you to fight against all the negativity of this world. And that's what God is telling us. That 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 when you see Tuma in the world, no matter no matter how bad it is, you always can take that step back and say, but our Torah tells us differently. Our Torah says we have to behave differently. Our Torah tells tells us that we have to step away from the ills of society and, and create an aguda achas lasos with songcha believe of shalom and create a world that's dedicated towards avodah sashem. Now, with that said, then the Haggadah could listen to the sequence and I think it's a beautiful idea. Even if I am wise and I am understanding and I'm an elder, meaning I I'm one of the leaders of the Jewish people. Kulana Yodim as a Torah. I can tell you the story while laying on my bed, sleeping. Wake me up in the middle of the night. I can still tell you the story. It is a mitzvah upon us to tell the story of, of Yitzhak Mitzrayim. And, and, and the more you tell it, the greater it is. So what does that mean? What, what is the Haggadah telling us? So now we understand who is going to teach us what it means? Who is going to show us the proper derech love or ba'adam? Who is going to give? Who is going to lead us in a life of Torah? The chachamim, the nevonim, and the zakenim. Because they're chachamim and because they're nevonim, because they're wise people, because they're people of understanding, and they and they are leaders. And they, they're dafka, they're the ones that know the Torah. Mitzvah aleinu l'saper. They have a, an, an, an additional mitzvah. Not just for themselves, but they have a responsibility to klal Yisrael. They have a responsibility to teach the Torah to klal Yisrael. If we want to know what we're supposed to do, right, you have a shayla in halacha, you call someone who you consider a chacham nabon or, or a zakin. Someone who, who who you consider to have to, to be Yodea Esatora. Because they have to be the leaders. And and and, and you know, you know, we uh, next week we start after Pesach, we start studying Pirki Ovos. Because Pirki Ovos is is the derech that uh, is is the midos that a person is supposed to have. But who does it come through? Chazal. It comes through the it comes through the Tanoim. 
comes through the, the people that are Chacham, Navon, and Zokin. Because they have to show us what does it mean to be What does it mean to be freed from the spiritual Tumah that exists in our world and to be on a high level of Kedusha? How do we know how to do this? How do we get to that point? Because because our Chachamim, Navonim, and Zakanim teach us. And that's the connection between all these statements in the first paragraph uh, in 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 the Haggadah, um, I mean one more thought because uh, I, I could I could probably I could probably go on for about another seventy four hours, but I don't think anybody would be interested in that. Um, now, I just thought one idea on 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 the four sons. Number one. So, what makes them a chacham? So it's actually pretty obvious. Because what, what, what does the Chacham say? Right, there's a famous question. Why 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 Chacham and not Tzadik? You know, nothing. If you have a good answer, you can tell me. Anyway, Chacham Ma'omer, Ma'a Eidos, Ha'chukim HaMishpatim. Eidos are mitzvahs that testify to, to our Kaddish Baruch's greatness, like Shabbos and Yantav. Chukim are mitzvahs that we follow, but we don't understand what they are. And Mishpatim is like civil law, right, which makes sense to us. So what? So so if you look at the Chacham's question, it's very involved. Like he wants to know He wants to know all the details and how you know what categories fall into. So what's the answer to him? So we tell him the halachas of Pesach, and we tell him that uh, that after you eat the afikomen at night, you're not allowed to eat anything else for the rest of the night. What does that have to do with what he asked? He, he he asked a question about trying to understand um, the different categories of mitzvahs. And then we tell him, oh, by the way, don't eat anything after the afikoman. So the Rabbi Salavajik points out, he says, if you look in the, Mish- the Mishnayas in, in Sochim, it's one of the last Mishnayas. Uh, it, well, it's not the last Mishnah, it's one of the last, it's one of the last Mishnayas in Mishnayas in Sochim. What's the message? When you, when you have a child... Who has ability to be a, a lamdan, to be to be a Torah scholar? You make sure he becomes one, and the way you make sure he becomes one is by is by properly giving him the right opportunities and right education to grow in Torah. And 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 the chacham is we we teach him to the very end, meaning we teach him everything, whatever we can teach him, whatever he we know that he because we know he can absorb it. We're spo- we're not supposed to shortchange our kids. I always I always talk about this as a Rebbe. The one thing I that makes me always upset is underachieving. Don't, we're not an underachieving religion. We we tell him Chukim, Mishpatim, and Edus. We tell the Chacham everything that he everything that he needs, everything that he needs to know. Don't shortchange him. Don't hold back. Teach him everything. And and, and give him the tools to make great decisions in life to become a great person. Uh one thing about the Russia, so the famous statement of Lubavitcher Rebbe is that he's, at least he's at he's at the Seder. Now, part of the idea of silencing him is not is not it doesn't say we throw him out. It says that we silence him. Why? Because we want him to listen. Because we still hold out that the Russia is going to who who's divisive and 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 doesn't want to have any any part of, of who we are. Uh, I, I, I think it, it can be a little bit apathy. Sometimes people have when they don't understand what it means to come to Minion, come to Shul, come to learn. You know, the, the, the people don't understand that. 
and there's apathy and and it's not that they're it's not that they're a Russia. Okay, we use that word, but that's the Haggadah uses. But it means that 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 they they are are disconnected. The Russia is tremendously disconnected. So we silence him and we say, listen, you came to the Seder, you're sitting here, listen. Back to what we said before. I am going to teach you the beauty of of what you of the boat that you missed. I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna send another boat for you and and bring you on the boat. And I'm going to show you what it means to be to, what it means to be a yid. What as, as just to quote the song, what it means, uh, what what a gishmak um, it is. It is to be a yid, and that's that's the message of the Russia that we don't give up on children. We don't give up on anybody. Uh, a Jew who does tshuva always has an opportunity to do tshuva. Um, there's a lot of um, there's a lot of um, literature in the Middle Ages, a lot of literature about what happened to the. People when the Christians came and the you know when the mobs and and they forced baptism on people and people didn't want to die and and they they got baptized right but then when things calmed down they want they, they were and they wanted to come back into the community so there's a lot of literature about should they be accepted and the answer is absolutely they should be accepted accepted yeah and, and they and they should get an aliyah and they should uh, call to the Torah they were under tremendous pressure and. And maybe they were under maybe they 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 couldn't do do what we we thought they should do, and, and which a lot of people did. Uh, but we bring them back. The Russia is someone that has to be worked on. The Russia is somebody that we have to that sits at our table. Maybe maybe is there to mock, but but we could turn his mock into glory, and and that's part of the role of the seder. Shlomo Melech writes, pidarko. You have to educate. Each kid according to his ways. So we have to we have to sit at the seder and we have to figure out how we're going to bring this trial. How we're going to convey the sweetness of Torah into this trial. And 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 I I venture to say, in many instances, you could be successful. Maybe not on that night. Maybe not in one day. Maybe not in one month. But if you continue giving them the the ability to grow, the ability to understand, the ability to be part of something. You see great things, and and, and how, how many times do we see do we see kids who? I mean, I know personally, kids in high school, you would think would be today, God knows what. They're saying they're they're balabatim, saying shiurim of Torah, writing shiurim of Torah, because 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 with the right inspiration that they that you know you know they 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 connected in, and I think that's the story of the Russia. Okay, I'm going to stop because it's late. Um, and I, I have a lot, lot more to say. Obviously, um, uh, I, I'd be happy uh, to discuss this more, uh, maybe a little bit over Pesa. Um, um, I want to also invite those that are on the local network um, to shop my Shabbos. I keep saying Shuba. Uh, Shabbos of Gadol Drasha. It'll be at it'll be at around uh, five to five on Shab on Shab around five o'clock on Shabbos afternoon. My topic is going to be inside the seder. So we'll talk a little bit of halakha, we'll talk about a little bit more hashkava, a little, a little bit more of some of the things that I'm trying to bring out tonight. So Mr. Hashem, I hope everyone is invited, everyone is invited, everyone comes, and, and we could uh, and we could continue this topic and we could inspire generations to come through our efforts. Thank you all for coming on tonight. Uh, Mr. Hashem, I will see you. Uh, wish you all, if you, uh, whether or not I see you or not, ha'kasha v'sameach. And, and Mr. Hashem, I hope... Uh, I hope uh, I was successful maybe giving you something to think about for the Seder and maybe something to say at your Seder as well. Take care.